Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. Together I'm today. Together again. Together again. Yeah. So nice to be together again. It is. It's good. It's been. It's, it's been, been a, a few minutes. Yeah. It's since been a while. Val's been globe trotting all over <laughs> the continent of Africa, checking out all the birds and oh, you saw the birds. You saw Timon and Pumbaa, in and person. I saw I saw almost all of the Lion King in person. I didn't nice. get a chance to see hyenas, which I really, really wanted to see hyenas. But I have a mm-hmm. lot of Zazu and that I haven't posted yet. And I saw Timon and Pumbaa. I have little um, Pumbaa butts that I'm editing right now because they're wily. Like you go to mm-hmm. take a picture, and their little legs are and they look like little roadies. Like if you know our dog Rody, yeah. They're like little roadies. And so Dave the whole time was like, oh my gosh, oh my God, they're so cute. And the the guide is looking at him because Dave's this big guy. And he's like, oh my gosh, look at how cute they are. And I am just laughing. But I, you try and get the front of them, but they just turn and run on their little legs. Um, and I saw all the elephants. Like, I'm pretty sure I've seen every ele- elephant in South Africa, Botswana, Zambia. Like there was a day that they were just all there. There was a moment, a Lion King moment where we came around the corner at Chobi and it was mm-hmm. like, oh, all the animals are oh, there at wow. one time, except for the lions, obviously. None of the predators were in that area, mm-hmm. but like you uh-huh. you see like almost all of the animals there. So it was amazing. Like people keep asking me, you know, how was it? And you can't describe it. Like, you know, you're excited and you know, it's going to be cool. And then you get there and it's just like, I don't even have the right words. Like I was loving following all the pictures and the video, the video of the waterfall was amazing. Yeah, I have so many, cool. like on the one side, cause we went to both sides of Victoria Falls and I really felt like I was an up. I'm like, where's the house going to fly in? <laughs> and land. Um, but on one side, um, on the Zimbabwe side, uh, it, it's you're going to get wet. Like the minute you get even close to the falls, you uh-huh. you're going to you're going to get soaked. But you could still walk up to like all of the little lookouts and like see things and take p- pictures and videos. But then we went to the Zambia side, um, which is the Livingston side named after. Um, and they like to find the first tourist that went to Victoria Falls. Because <laughs> I love he, that. Not the first person that was That's there. Awesome. Obviously, the locals knew about it and called it something totally different. But he was the first tourist uh, to visit the falls. Um, and uh, on that side, like it, we were at during high season. And uh-huh. it was like you were in like a storm, like it's thundering. They call it the mist that thunders or something like that. And and it's thundering and we're trying to walk across the bridge and it's just like you're in a you know uh-huh. storm, but it's so cool and it's so warm and you dry. If you're wearing the right clothes, you dry very quickly. And it's so funny uh-huh. because a lot of the locals will just go 
because it's a nice walk through the park, but they don't go into the wet area. So then they see all of us tourists walking out just like soaked and smiling and they're just laughing at us. And, um, but it was, it was like, just, I don't think me and my dad and Dave were more quiet on that trip than in that moment, because you're experience something that a, a lot of people will never yeah. ever see, mm-hmm. but also one of the natural seven wonders of the world. And now I've seen three of them. That's so cool. So now I've got to go to Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta go, I gotta go finish that list out. But um <laughs> but every this is like the one thing that Dave and I noticed about our trip is that the nicest people we've ever met in our Mm -hmm. lives were in South Africa. Like everyone we met, even when we were in Johannesburg at the tattoo convention and Uh Dave's been to a lot of tattoo conventions, every tattoo artist is walking around like getting to know you. My dad made so many friends. Like he was known because he's just walking around talking to everybody. And like, they're like, oh yeah, we we met your dad. And you know, it's your dad here and like all that stuff. And (laughs) because he's just walking around talking to everybody and everybody's so friendly where usually in the United States, like you go to a tattoo convention Mm -hmm. and everybody that you already know is pretty friendly, but everyone else is like, get out of my space. I need like Mm -hmm. the best. And I hate to like put that out there, but no, that like they're sense. in, a, we're in, a, our country is different. Yeah. We are more yeah. competitive. We are more, and we just, we met people from all over the world, all over um, Africa, all over South Africa came to this convention and, and it was just really, really cool. And I actually just got a WhatsApp message from one of our um, tour guides um, oh, cool. that in, uh, in Chobi, and I'm actually going to be doing a podcast with him um, because he, the two places that we went to that we stayed at when we did a safari, we had to pay a little bit more money, but 85% of all of the money that you pay to be there goes back into the community. They hire, uh-huh. all of their hires are from the local villages of wherever these places are. There's only like 10 people that are allowed to stay, like 10 rooms at each of the mm-hmm the locations and one of the locations we were the only one there for a whole day everybody's like wow like all on us i'm like i don't know what to do this isn't how we live our lives like (laughs) what can we do to help you i don't like and so we ended up just having lots of like sit down conversations with them and like one of the girls that was there she started out in the scullery and now she's front of house and she wants to be a manager and i said i hope when i come back here like you're too busy to talk to me like you're a manager because and she's from the local village and so this guy, his name's Tebby, he is, he is, was like significant in getting this connection between this safari group that sets up these like stays. There's six of them in total. And we stayed at two of them and they only hire locals. They have training programs. They use all the local farms. The only thing that's wow. like outside of that is like, obviously management, like ta- like how you pay your taxes, the management sure. stuff. And then of course they had like, no Pepsi to be found until the last day. It was all Coke products. <laughs> like, <laughs> had to lower his standards. But um, and then the last, the last place that we stayed at, actually, they had the um, owner of Pepsi stayed there at one point and uh, and said, "I don't want to see any Coke products." <laughs> and so they had some Pepsi products. Um, but but no, it was really nice because you get to know everyone and you have your own guide and. 
that guide lived there, the guide from our second, our second stay in Akavango, he's like, I have grown up here and 10 years ago, we didn't have running water. Like wow. this, we, I, he's like, when I was little, we didn't have a school. And he's like, and 10 years ago, we didn't have running water. And now like they're working on, because elephants just destroy their crops. And so yeah. he's like, we're working on educating the farmers so that they know that we need these animals, even though, you know, it's this ecosystem. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, I'm going to have him on the podcast and I really want to go back and, I just like Livingston physically left his heart in, in South Africa because when he died, they buried his heart there mm. um, because he spent so much time um, doing research there. But I think everyone that goes there definitely leaves a piece of themselves. It's just, it sticks with you. So oh, I, and I know Montana says they have the biggest sky, but no, <laughs> no, they don't. It's beautiful. But South Africa, like that sky in Africa is crazy. It's crazy. One of the things that I enjoyed kind of observing as the photos were posted was how Dave progressively got more and more local. Like by the end, he looked like he was a safari guide, like ready to take it over khaki head to toe. And I just well, once you get great. into the bush. I bought him very specific clothes because I don't know if you know this about our relationship, but he's the bougier one. Um, <laughs> I like to camp. I like to, I go sit in a hot sauna on purpose, right? Like I, I like to get dirty and do all these things. And Dave is, he, he needs his temperatures controlled a mm -hmm. little bit. And so for him and my dad, I just, I, I read a lot of things. I did a lot of research and I ordered them the right kind of clothes because once you get into the bush, um, one, you're going to get sunburned like crazy. And both him and my dad sunburn very easily. Um, and so the shirts that I got them not only keep you cool, um, but they keep you from getting sunburned. Yeah. yeah. Um, so regardless of how hot or cold it is, your temperature is good. So he had all those clothes, but in Johannesburg, obviously, he's not going to wear those because you're in a city. So for a yeah. week. But yeah, so and he even complimented me like, halfway through like the first couple of safari days he's like if i didn't have these clothes i'd be miserable right now yeah um and so and my dad has been wearing his shirts still like because they're just so nice and was... comfortable and airy and they look nice but... mm -hmm. i love the fact that like i have seen your dad now in safari outfit and i've seen <laughs> dad like in full suit and he just yeah. looks dapper no matter oh what. yeah oh yeah like, your dad can yeah. off any type of clothing yeah yeah my dad's yeah my dad's the man um, and he stuck at like 79 years old. And like, yeah. there was only one day that he listened to his body and he's like, I just need to stay back. And he regrets it. I asked him, I'm like, are you sure? Because we will go as slow as you need us to. And that's when we went over to Zambia um, mm -hmm. to see the other side of Victoria Falls. So when you enter um, Zimbabwe, you have to buy a visa at the airport. Uh -huh. And we just because I, I, of course, did my research and I said, let's get the dual visas just in case we have time to go over the border and go to the other side. And so we did. We paid that little bit of extra. And then we did have time to go over to the other side. But my dad was like, you know, with the time change and all the traveling and everything, he's like, yeah. I really need to go. He's like, I'm going to stay here and and rest. Um, and he regrets it a little, but I'm glad that he listened, you know, yep. to his body. Um, 
because it, it it's a lot like it's a lot of you know it's an eight hour difference um for you to get used to we're still not back to like sleeping correctly i've never seen dave wake up before nine so many times like the other day he was up at 7 a.m like not on purpose and i'm like this is our life now he's like no because that's when i wake up <laughs> we got so much done before noon and he was like i don't like it but, but no it was it was amazing and i would tell anybody that can ever go to go and uh and I, I'm definitely going back. We were in the Akavango during green season and not wet season, which is very oh. different. So as I looked out upon the Akavango where we were staying, it's all green. Uh -huh. I want it to be all full of water so that I can get in a little boat and go out there and take pictures of the birds. That so I am going sense. back to the Akavango. All right. That, it's so what a what a cool place that you would have the two different seasons like that that are so yeah. extremely different you know one yeah. where it's it's water that you can go out on a boat and one where it's just green and pretty and <laughs> well and what happens is it's the it floods because of um storms that are way far away yeah. um is and so by the time may june july hit the floods have reached them and they fill up and i did post some pictures from the plane of flying into where we were staying and there are so parts that. of the akavango that you that you there are still there's some water mm -hmm. in there um but we went deep into the akavango we didn't go to like the touristy not that there is touristy but there's more regular stops that people go to and we went to a place where um like the airstrip where we landed, um, like you have to go out and make sure there's no animals on it before the plane comes in. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no elephants out there. Um, and then there's just this little shack with some buckets of sand and a first aid kit. And that's the airport. Um, and that was just really, really cool to be out there every night when we were out um, at both of our safaris, um, we had to have, um, a staff member walk us to um where we were staying because we were in it like they would walk us in case there was any animals and then we would get in there and the last place we stayed was a zip up kind of tent thing so that's the only thing between us and any animal that could walk up and we would hear you know things going on and then they would tell us the next morning like a lion walked through here last night oh and you know like but that's Again, fine. they don't really want us um, unless you're provoking. Um, the biggest thing that I that I didn't know that makes a ton of sense is that people that take you on a safari guides, um, they do not take guns because animals can smell um, that gunpowder and the memory oh. of what has happened to not only them, but animals before them are it's in there. Oh, and wow. so they immediately sense that there is a problem. Oh, wow. Um, because of poaching. And I, we didn't actually get to see any rhinos out there. We got to see one in Johannesburg, but they've moved all the rhinos out of Botswana because of the poaching um, problem. Yeah. And But they're going to be slowly integrating them back in the next couple of years because they finally have gotten them back to a good population, but they moved them to a safe place because they're still a poaching problem. Wow. Yeah. What an adventure. Yeah. Well, we just um, shoveled snow. <laughs> I know. I literally 
literally was showing these guys like they're like so where are you from and we're like well we're from the united states and we're from utah well where's utah and so we like kind of explain where we're located and uh, like where it's snowing there like literally record blizzard there right now and i'm showing them pictures of like people you know it's snow like right and they're just like oh my gosh and i said yeah and it's going to be dangerous because when we get home it's going to warm up and then it's going to flood and they were yep. like oh my you know and so it's just you so, know, a lot so, of them have never seen snow. I was going to say, them seeing that much snow is just as amazing as us seeing all the rhinos and the hippos yeah. and the birds. And Well, yeah. and, and they all work there and they're like, I said, you have the best workspace ever. <laughs> like, And they're like, I don't get tired of it. Like, you're yeah. out here and, you know, like our first guide um, in Chobe, he was determined to get us those lions. And he <laughs> did. And we came around a corner and it's literally like, Holy cow. Maybe 10 feet. Maybe. Wow. And he's like, just take your photos. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt safe with him for some reason. You guys know I don't make I don't always make the great best decisions to get a photo, but I felt safe. Um yeah. and then the elephants, like we come around the corner and I could literally reach out. I mean, don't reach out and touch them. You're not supposed to leave. <laughs> You're not Keep supposed your to hands and arms inside and, the and you don't stand up lives. when you see animals unless you're far enough away because it, it breaks that barrier. Yeah. Um, they notice the machine, but they will only notice you if you move. And so mm-hmm. um, and then he's like, OK, well, let's just go stop in the middle of the bush and get out and have food. And I'm like, wait a second. You just you just said. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting mixed messages here. <laughs> the only thing we didn't see was the leopard. So we didn't see the big five, but we tried really, really hard. That's really cool. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Man. And then I came home and I walked out of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a changed person. I, I, I And just, Tracy and I are going to talk are all we, about we, it. Yeah, I was going to say, are we going to go there here now? Because no, I think we're no, gonna we're going to yeah, see with no. Val. This is a, this what, is a see teaser. With Val, Tracy is going to talk with me, and we're both going to talk about um, the new Nicolas Cage movie, Renfield, um, and the fact that I walked out of a movie in the first time since 1998. I walked so, out of Dumb and Dumber, but I haven't done so since. I didn't see that in the theater, so... Eh. Uh, I would have never walked out of Dumb and Dumber because it... <laughs> But the, here's the thing. I don't want to bring it up because uh, growing up in my family, the way we dealt with hard emotional stuff is we pretended it wasn't there and yep. just kept yeah. going forward, which is a totally healthy yeah. way to handle all things. Yeah. Oh, totally. So we're just yeah. going to pretend like you guys um, haven't even talked to each other about Renfield because I don't you know, I <laughs> we have that fight. We haven't yeah. actually. But it'll be it'll be a friendly banter. Well, uh, uh, it will. Yeah. Just kidding. See, already this is too confrontational for me. Right now. You know happening. what's also confrontational though? Chocolat. You wouldn't think that it is, this but is it's a, a movie totally about not confronting the things that bother you and make you uncomfortable. Yes. But before we talk about that, I do want to talk about uh, something that would make us more comfortable. And that is if you became a patron on our Patreon, please, if you... Uh, could find it in your hearts and in your wallets to support us there. We would greatly appreciate it. $3 a month gets you in the club. That means it gets you exclusive content like newer movies, like Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. You know you want to hear what we thought about that one because we had had a lot of thoughts. Uh, (laughs) Or Creed 3 or 
Dungeons and Dragons, and that one is featuring Robert Neal, good friend of the yes. program. So uh, check it out. Join our Patreon. $3 a month gets you that access. $12 a month makes you a superstar executive producer, and we'll add your name to the credits of our show here and give you a shout out and you'll get to pick a topic for a future episode. So some pretty cool benefits and we're going to have more as we get ready to start raising funds and go to Disneyland (laughs) to run what equates to 6.2 miles for those that aren't familiar with the metric system, a 10 K Tracy, what are we doing with my life right now? We are going to have the best time. You're going to get yeah. hooked. You're going to get the medal. You're going to get the finish line. You're going to want to do it again. The important thing is we are raising money. <laughs> I, I don't know about any of that. I'm not willing to. Like, that may all be true. Well, and I want it to be, also like, all clear. Be the money that you give to our team yes. does not go to us. No. no, um, no it no. doesn't go to us, like, buying right. ears or churros at Disneyland. That's all on us. We're going to pay for all of that. But it goes to the American Cancer Association, because that's what we are raising money for. Yep. Uh, they just had their springtime surprise in Walt Disney World. I was up at 3 a.m. cheering on my ACS runners. So um, it's something that's it's very near and dear to all of our hearts. Cancer um, has affected all of us. So this is a cause that's very important to all of us. And uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to start. We're going to go through uh, downtown Disney, head into Cars Land all through California Adventure, go backstage. Uh, the last time I did a Disneyland 10K, we actually got to see where they keep the horses. So that was really wow. cool. So the horses from Main Street and stuff. Yeah. Um, I've go never backstage, seen that. go into Disneyland, you get to run through the castle, uh, the Matterhorn, uh, right by the Matterhorn, all the stuff, and then back out and through and uh, wrap it up and you're done. So it's going to be awesome. It is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Will they, I know that they typically have like water stations, but as we go through, will they have churro stations where (laughs) they should? So I have let um, Sammy and Dave know that they are in charge of keeping us up on the sweet treats. So thank you. Yes. If we want to give them different stopping points where they need to put their hand out and then we can just grab and run. I think that's a great idea. But I definitely told them at the finish line, we're going to want those beignets warm and ready to go so yes yeah yeah no i i'm very excited and i'm excited to do it with the two of you i think this will be a great thing you guys are going to want to follow our adventures in training and preparing and getting ready and the different activities we're going to do we're we're already talking about different screenings and uh, trivia nights and things like that so we're going to have a lot of fun building up to the race and we're going to have a lot of fun at the race um yeah it's it's a great experience great opportunity and i'm glad to be part of it with you guys so oh, just so excited to i'll complain about it between now and january oh, <laughs> there'll, be a lot of cursing. Yes. there'll be a lot of mental cursing and a lot of dag nabbits and what the hecks and you know dag but... nabbits <laughs> i like the dag nabbit. tracy knows me so well he knows it's going to be dag nabbit instead of gosh, i don't know that i've ever heard you say dag nabbit no i haven't <laughs> Well, I don't know that I'd say I'd never have said it, but it's I've definitely never not my normal it. vernacular. Yeah. yeah, but I'm trying to keep this family friendly. Uh, it's not like yeah. the it's not like Renfield. It's not like Ben Schwartz. Don't worry. Why are we that. going back to that movie? Like, why? <laughs> well, listen, I don't want to talk about it. That has a lot of f bombs. So that's what I'm. That's all I'm saying. 
you know, and not all of those are created equal because I do enjoy Ted Lasso, which also has a lot of that. Yes. Ben Schwartz, Ted Lasso ben, is. Oh. Yeah, Ben Schwartz yeah. dropping the F-bomb is just delicious. I don't know why, but it works. <laughs> well, let's talk about a movie. So you know what else no is delicious? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think there's it any. It is delicious. In this movie. But it is delicious. Yeah. You like can't go ben into Schwartz. this movie. On an empty stomach. On an empty stomach, or like if you're on some kind of sugar diet mm-hmm. or whatever, like just don't just just rough. push it aside for a minute until a you can hours. have a treat. Like you want to sit down with this movie in a cozy outfit on your couch or in your bed, yep. maybe even a fire going, and you want to have some treats and a nice, you know, just you want to. This is a this is one of those movies that calms me down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it's also, we talked about this before we started recording, but it's an interesting movie uh, for Johnny Depp. It's an interesting role mm-hmm. for him. Um, very different than I think what a lot of people are accustomed to seeing him in, what I'm accustomed to seeing him in. I yeah. like that I say that like we watch some secret movies with Johnny Depp that people haven't seen. I don't know. But yeah. No, I, mean, I think it's, well, if you're. You have an with uh, Tim Burton, so you know, yeah. You get all- well, yeah, Tim and I are friends, but yeah. but those are typical Johnny Depp movies, you know. Yeah, Tim and no, I are it's not just it's really great because this movie came out in a time where I think he didn't need to choose this role, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not a big role for him, um, but it also like I do think he has a very significant role. Right in the it's, movie, it's definitely important, but it's not a headlining role. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I like it because you actually—I feel like you get to see a little bit of him in the movie instead of like, well, one. I don't know. I feel like he's a character actor, and that's why a lot of people like him. That's also why a lot of people don't like him. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But this movie came out right after Sleepy Hollow, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and. Some people don't like that movie at all. I actually visually enjoyed that movie a lot. Um, we've never talked about yeah. that movie. And we then have, have, after this movie, he off. did a totally opposite movie called Blow. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's very different. Um, so literally he did... <laughs> that's, that's the Penelope Cruz one. I yeah, think, he did it? Sleepy yeah. Hollow, Blow, and then Shock a Lot. But I don't think he, I don't know that he necessarily like, recorded them all in that order because movies right. come out in a weird mm-hmm. and different way. Um, but it was kind of a, I mean, a little bit of a slow time for him because for a while he had a couple movies coming out a year. Um, but I enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed that he, he wasn't this outlandish character mm-hmm. that we're so used to him being he which he could have been being a gypsy, yeah. You know? yeah yeah this could have been something very over the top and yeah yeah and so it was probably offensive yeah yeah For gypsy people and originally we chose this movie because um we were going to do it for easter and this movie takes place during lent Mm-hmm. And if you're not familiar with what Lent is, I grew up Catholic. And so during Lent, you're supposed to give things up. And if you're very traditional Catholic in some of the older countries like Paris, which is where they are, um, then you fast a lot. It's not like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to give up chocolate or I'm going to give up watching my favorite TV show or I'm, you know, like what we do here in America is like we pick right. something and then we pat ourselves on the back. And um, but in more of the old world countries, like they actually do 
like fasting and they give up a lot of um, worldly things, like unnecessary things for the entire duration of Lent. Um, And there's a character in the movie who I love him so much. I love Alfred uh, Molina. Yes. He, he -hmm. plays the count, but he is one of my favorite actors. And I know you're, you might be thinking to yourself, I don't know who this person is. You do. Yes, you do. Every time you see him in a movie, you're like, oh, I love this guy. But you don't, you don't ever remember his name, but I know you know him. And what I like about his character is that if people make other people miserable when they're miserable Mm -hmm. and um, he is a very unhappy person because of the things that are going on in his life. And, and you kind of get caught up in this story. You get caught up in, okay, well, it's a religious town. And so, you know, they have to follow the rules and everything, but he's more religious than the young priest singing Elvis songs. He's he's the mayor. Yeah. (laughs) But he's only that way because, He's unhappy. Right. His, his, his wife, wife has left him. him and probably in a very torrid way that he and, can't share with people, which also makes him feel. Well, even, even if it's not a torrid thing, just the fact that his wife left him in a small yeah. town like that. Yeah. That's a huge deal. That's an embarrassment. Yeah. So and, he feels he's taking on like, I need to do the most. I need right. to fast the most. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure people are being the best. Um, But really Mm -hmm. in doing that, he kind of brings out the worst. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, and most people will know Alfred Molina from uh, Spider-Man, Doc Ock. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, for those that don't know who Alfred, (laughs) Spider-Man, Doc Ock, and also Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is one of my favorite. Right. Yes. At the very beginning. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and it and it's interesting because I think people that um I think these kinds of stories are interesting where you're in a community that is so heavily influenced by religion and things like that because if you if you haven't experienced that um it's very different than mm-hmm. than uh other communities that you might be part of yeah. and especially in so in Europe just in general um having spent a couple of years there and talking a lot about religion during that couple of years, mm-hmm. like the religion that you are is more than just like, that's the church that I go to on Sundays for a lot of people. That is their heritage, their family, their culture, their society. Even if they aren't going to church every week, they identify like yeah, they identify as that religion and sure. It's just a part of who they are. And I, I don't know that we get that as much um, in the United States um, because of how religion and, and society have been different in the I U.S. Think in the deep right. South and in places like yeah. Boston, you're going to see yeah. see that. But in the deep South, I think you definitely see that it is it's a way of life. It's not, yeah. it's not like I less, I really like this band. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, right. it's, it's, right. this is, this is who you are instrumentally as a person. Right. Um, and, but I do feel that the town is only this hardcore religion because they are so afraid of what other people, it, 
and what is going to be said about them. I think uh -huh. they're all, I think they all, religion is a part of them because it has been their life, but I don't think they're as hardcore as the count, as the mayor. No, no. And right. they want, no. they want to explore other things. And it's so funny watching Juliette Binoche's character. And she's like, I can't not, like oh. she, just How watching her face. Star. My well, word. Yeah. And at the time, but like, if you haven't seen her on screen in a while, and she was in a movie that I really enjoyed last year. Um, I won't get into that one, but she's still making things. So look her up. Yeah. But she is just breathtaking. Mm -hmm. Like when she is on screen, she is interesting mm -hmm. as an actress, but she also is just like, I can't not watch her. <laughs> like yeah, you find yourself kind of leaning forward. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. And she does, there's so many times in this movie where she does such subtle stuff with just a little flick of the eye, a raise of yeah. an eyebrow, a turn of a smile. And it's just so subtle and so beautifully done. It's just fantastic. She's just enchanting. You can't help but not, you just, like you said, Val, you just get sucked into the performance. Mm -hmm. Well, I think with movies like this where there's not, a whole lot to distract you from the actors and the story that's being told you pick right. up on a lot of those things and, and because that's really what drives the, for, the story forward and what drives or what drives the attention to people is the actors and their portrayal of these characters um, and i think when you're in a fighter movie like this it's easier to pick up on that hey you're jake not, not your microphone just went a little i think it's better now mumbly talk one more time <laughs> oh, that was on purpose uh, no that you're good now but for a second there it just it kind of went it's, like you were in a candy. pool like i may have leaned too far that, back that this with the string yeah yeah so restate uh, anyway you know, i was just saying in these quieter movies i think you can pick up on a lot of those things that you're talking about tracy with the performances because there's not really anything else to distract you from the actors and the story that's being told yeah right and and sometimes that's refreshing after a lot of the big action mm -hmm. um and, and i like those movies too but i think right. that's why i enjoy so many different kinds of movies because you get different things from each one the other um role in this movie that i think people um act, there's actually a couple of actors that are in this movie that you see things and you're like i have never really seen them in a role like this but you have uh carrie ann moss yeah and who, she I forgot she was in this and like, mm -hmm. it took me about halfway through the movie and I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah. And it's because we love her in the matrix and we love her mm -hmm. as this like kick, butt, mm -hmm. you know, lady. And she is, she does such a good job at playing this character that you do forget that that's who you're watching. And I think that's what I love so much about this movie is that everyone melts yes. into their characters Chocolate ah, I <laughs> but I didn't mean to. That was cool. Um, <laughs> we're not very good at awesome segues because we just point them out um, instead of just letting you letting it resonate with you. Um, yeah, but, but I feel this like was... that's kind of become our thing. If we stop doing that, it would be yeah, weird. right. Um, we're, we're like it's kind of like somebody life. that points out their joke. That was funny, right? Like well, I just we're did like a the joke. Real life Leonardo DiCaprio meme with from uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in America. That yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah, um, that, but. But like, I, I love her. And then um, I love, and I'm, I know I'm going to ruin his name because I don't ever say it right, but Peter uh, Stomare. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's how you say it. 
Is it Stomare? That's um, how I heard it. Yeah. Yeah, he <laughs> is fantastic. But then, like, this was kind of the the movie. This one, along with uh, Tea with Mussolini, that I fell in love with Judy Dench. And I know that's crazy yeah. because Judy Dench has been in a lot of things, but I didn't get to know a lot of the British lady actors until I was a little bit older. And I saw this movie and I saw Tea with Mussolini. And then you kind of get into this love of these women of um, British film. Yeah. And But what I like about this movie with her is again she's not over the top she it's so hard to just to be a, a quiet character i don't think people mm -hmm. understand like drama is a lot harder sometimes than it is to just like be these you know over the outspoken over the top character and i'm not saying any of it's easy i couldn't do any of it right right but to be able to hold yourself back and especially to, like Johnny Depp in this and movie keep, and to keep the audience engaged yes in that performance it, it's quiet and it's slow and it's meaningful and everything has a reason yeah but it doesn't feel slow right the the tone of the movie the coloring of the movie oh, it's gorgeous um mm -hmm. is is great but it, it doesn't to me it didn't feel slow I, I've watched this oh. movie at least 30 times since it has come out um and it, one because it's really beautiful and two because i just really love all of these characters the side characters the the old man with his dog and the lady that's mourning with her sisters and when he goes in and he's like well my wife died during the war well not that war the one that was way way before that war and she's like uh okay like you know it's just i don't know they're just little fun stories and, well, and the, 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 the thing I, I loved with this one was the cinematography. So whenever yeah. we're with the mayor, it's very hard light, <clears throat> hard shadows, hard angles. And then we get over to the chocolate shop. Yeah. Everything is soft and diffused. Soft and blown and out. Yeah. Blown out. And just the, the, oh, the pictures of the chocolate being melted and poured. And I'm like, I just, I just want to get a spoon. I just want to yeah. eat, eat that, you know. And then you're but, in the town, mm -hmm. and it's these grays and blues uh -huh. until until people start making their own decisions, and then all of the other colors start. The coming boat in. shows up, and all of a sudden yes. you start greens and yes, yellows and orange, and yeah, yeah. Yep, it's well well done. <laughs> well, but I here. I feel bad. We get no, into the technical stuff and I'm no. like with you guys and I get it, but I don't have anything more to say except yes, no, I agree. Yeah. It was great. So, and, and the thing for me what that I love is when you guys do point that out, like, I know I feel that when I'm watching the That's movie, the but I don't necessarily recognize why it is. And so when you guys break it down like that, it makes me feel like, okay, now I get it. And, and, and then when I'm sitting around with other people, I can say stuff like, well, the cinematography, I don't know <laughs> when we're discussing chocolate, which is often discussed around the water cooler at work, uh, obviously. hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Are there um, still water coolers but, at work? I don't, I don't go to the it's office cold. enough to know. This is my so. office right here. <laughs> but that's the thing. A really good cinematographer, a really good art director, a really good director will do all of these things and it's funny because when I taught film, I would have students be like, do they really think about this stuff or are you guys just reading into it because you want to be pretentious and, and cool? And it's like, sometimes, yes. Sometimes there are some movies where you're like, 
there's no subtle messaging here, you know, but there is a lot of times where they do, they plant these things and they're just, they want to, because it, to me, if I, if I notice it immediately in a film, typically they, it's because they've done it wrong. I get, I want to get so engrossed in the story that I feel this. And then I look back on it and yeah. then I start to pick that stuff up. Yeah. It, it, for me, what's so great about film is this art form is all of the other art forms that we love in one. Everything yes. that we love about painting and photography and music and composition. Theater. Because everybody, we could all walk into a museum and we could look at a painting and we're all going to take away our own thing. So when you're watching a movie, sometimes I'm going to see things that I need to see from that movie right now. Right. You know, and so when people say, oh, it's just pretentious that you see all these, you just want to see it. Yeah. Sometimes I do want to see it. And that's what's so great about it. Because that's, and that's what what's, yeah. And that's what's so great about the interpretation of art. And that's what's like being a film critic. Like, it's just my opinion. It's right. not, it's, it's my interpretation. It's my opinion. And Jake, you don't have to go have gone to school to have that. Mm -hmm. Everyone sure. can go into a movie and have that movie make them feel one way or another, or they see one thing or another. And your opinion on, on what you took away from that art form is legitimate, you Absolutely. know? And so that's why I don't get so angry when I don't care for a movie, but someone else does. In fact, yeah. that makes me actually so excited because that means that two people went into a movie and we saw two totally different things mm -hmm. by watching the same thing. How cool is that right. right right like how neat is that like we both sat down we both looked at the same thing and we came, and we came out with something totally different. different yeah like that is cool to yeah. me because and it's not wrong or right mm -hmm. you know it's just like you're reading a book or anything and so that's i film to me is so important and so strong because it can be anything. And I know there are some filmmakers that they want you to see exactly what they made. Yes. James Cameron. Um, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that either. Like he is nope. very specific with what he does and he's very technical and they're very mm -hmm. things, but, but I still don't think he's going to be angry if you felt something different than what he made, but I don't yeah. know. It's just, and with this movie with shock a lot, like I know we've been talking about religion is you don't have to be religious to watch this movie and get something out of no. it because it's not no. in the way that you think it's more of, like I said, it's the way that all of these people have something going on in their life that they have to deal with and mm -hmm. they have to move on from where they have to acknowledge even our main characters. Juliet Binoche's character yeah. seems to be this strong woman that knows everything that's put together, that's helping people. And she's messed up. Yeah. Like she she's got some issues. And yeah, she's got yeah. issues with her daughter. It's not a perfect yeah. relationship there. Yeah. And it's, mm. and, and the one thing that kind of is, you know, that string that's, that's holding them all together is this religious aspect um, of the, of the town. Um, but one of my favorite scenes is <laughs> Easter morning when, <laughs> How many of us have wanted to break into a chocolate store and just eat everything? And then he the he falls asleep in the window. He's like a drunken just, stupor. He's but like, it's because he's been fasting on just tea right. and lemon right. and water. Yeah. And so then he does. He literally gets drunk on this 
sugar in it. Well, and to me, that moment is like everything that you do, regardless of whether it is supposed to be good for you or bad for you, like everything in what's the word I'm looking moderation. for? Moderation, right? He mm -hmm. wants everyone to be this way because he feels like it's going to save him. Right. You can fast. You can do all these things in moderation because your body still needs right. this. Because if not, you're going to go off the deep end, right? And that's right. he went off the deep end, not only physically, emotionally, like spiritually, like everything. <laughs> and, and, and this isn't like light chocolate. This is like ooh. decadent. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is heavy. It's like a Hershey's yeah. bunny that you just ate the ears <laughs> off of and you feel guilty about it. Like it's not like he just ate like a giant bag of MMs. All no, right, that's not what's is... happening here. This yeah. is yeah. <laughs> but and I wonder stuff, you take a couple bites and you're like, that is rich. I'm going to save that. And, and, yeah. and I gotta and, imagine he probably had a religious experience after fasting all that time, and then you get that right that chocolate, and you're like Okay. Yeah. The universe is yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I won't get into why I think, um, I, anyway, I never mind. I'll put that thought aside for a minute, but, um, just shooting that scene though. Oh like I wonder how many takes they had to do from different angles and he, and that smell of chocolate and the tasting of the chocolate. And like, was he done with chocolate by the time he was, you know, done shooting this movie? It'd be great to like really dig a little bit deeper yeah. and see what he says about that because <laughs> since i filmed that scene <laughs> he, he pulls an augustus gloop he's got yeah. the, all the chocolate just smeared and mm -hmm. I, I just i love that scene where he's like and, and the, they're just like just take him just don't make a big deal of it just take yeah. him home get him cleaned up you know yeah. letting him save face which they could have they could have made him the example of him yeah they could have pulled him into the center yeah. of town you know uh -huh. And but they all knew kindness and forgiveness, yeah, which it's, is the uh, heart of this human. movie. Yeah. yeah. And also the, oh, the birthday dinner, oh, they're putting, mm -hmm. they're putting chocolate on chicken. And like, I'm like, <laughs> when I saw this movie, I was like, can we do that? Like, is that, is <laughs> I mean, that allowed? How can, can I go do that right now? How have we not had this? Yeah. I, how, I've has never this not been an before. experience in my life? Because we were raised on Hershey wax chocolate. Oh my goodness, it's so true. <laughs> it's just so not as good. I'm That's what we were raised on. Like, so don't, we be, see, don't be smacking it out of my like hand. This and we're like, why are they putting chocolate on chicken? That sounds terrible. And when you know what real chocolate is and what real chocolate can do, you're like, that makes perfect sense. No, I was just yeah. like, I felt gypped. I yeah. was like, like why, why hasn't this been chicken? in my life? Yeah. Yeah, the like first Popeyes, KFC, get on this. Yeah. Like <laughs> right? How have they not done it yet? Like How the dipping Taco sauces Bell... could be your honey mustard, your ranch, and then chocolate. chocolate and you mole? can just dip the chicken. Yeah. You know what I miss? And this is weird and a little off topic, but I miss the honey packets that McDonald's used to have that you could dip the nuggets in. That yeah. was what happened good. to them. I don't eat. I don't know. They stopped, so they don't stopped know. giving those out, but that was a big staple in childhood. Having the sweet chicken. Oh, yeah, I yeah, and it was good too. You dip it in the honey, get, it, or like yeah, it would be like the thing Ooh. that I didn't like about the honey cups though. Yeah, Tracy was it was like it was one that you peeled the top off, right? And it was right. a little plastic container, but it was like half the size of the other dipping sauces. Yeah, and you have a so big nugget. To, yeah, and the nugget like. 
anyway, you get like the I wanted it drenched in the honey, which probably (laughs) wouldn't have been as good. But (laughs) but this movie, man, I'm like, I want to explore all the different. And I love the fact that she had like this little wheel where she would like predict what somebody's favorite was. And that whole recurring thing with the Johnny Depp character was so great. He's like, yeah, that's good. It's not my favorite. favorite. (laughs) Yeah. And I just love that song when they're walking down to the thing. Dun, 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 dun. Like, I just love, they're just so happy and they're all just yeah. playing yep. and they're all, yeah. And then she had to go and ruin it. Or actually the guy ruined it, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it just, I don't know. It's, it's just, just it's such movie. a quiet, good movie yeah. that if you have a night where you're stressed out, it's been a hard week. You don't want to have to really think about anything. You just want to watch a good movie. Right. This is that movie. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that's what I like about doing this show together is when, when we suggest a movie like that, because I'm trying to think of the context in which I would say, you know, I'm in the mood to watch Chocolat because I don't know that I would. Yeah. Right. Right. Value suggested it, and I was like, I haven't seen that for a while. And watching it again, I hadn't seen it. This was my first yeah. time. So yeah, and so I love that because it 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 expose it reminds me of the movies that are out there, or it exposes me to new movies that are out there that um, are just really good. But they, you know, this isn't one that like <laughs> was breaking box office records, or like right, you have right. to go see this. You know, the most talked about film of the year. Yeah, but it was still a really good movie and it was still really enjoyable. And sometimes it's nice to just have a good, enjoyable movie, you know. Yeah, and it was it was different than I thought it would be. For for some reason, I always thought that like Johnny Depp was like a major role, and I thought it was gonna be much more of like a romance. I thought it was gonna be much more of yeah. like this this passionate romance, and it's and it's not. Yeah. And th- I mean there is romance to it, but it's it's much deeper than that and it's one that i it's not like one that i avoided it's just one that i just never got to and i kind of forgot about well and what i loved about that whole aspect of the story is that during the time this movie was being made that was the big thing is these big romance movies you didn't have a woman that was a main contender in a movie that her picture's literally on the front of it unless it's a big drama period piece um or unless it's a romance Right. And this woman, this character has no apologies about who she is as a person. And it's come down from generations and generations from her grandmother to her mother. And her daughter is questioning it because her daughter wants something different and something new. And that's a whole other thing. Like these tradition keeps coming up in the movie. Um, But I love that. Yeah, she may not be doing everything right as a mother because this is how she was taught. But she has no she knows who she is. She has no apologies. You know, when the count comes in and, you know, he calls her and she's like, it's, you know, it's miss. She's like, I've never been married. And she's got this, you know, Madame. This daughter. Yeah. Madame. It, nope. Yeah. Um, she's like, I've never been married. And she and wasn't, like, she didn't say like, oh, I've never been married. She was like, you have, but you have a kid. Yeah. Like it was just no apologies. Yeah. Um, and it's refreshing. Um, yeah because we just don't see it enough um, in a character like this. Usually, mm-hmm. again, it has to be like this big, you know, box office, whatever. And she's like, oh, yeah, she's a woman and she's right. carrying the film right. and that's what we're pushing on. No. Yeah. Even even Judy Dench's character, 
She's like, this is who I am. And if you don't like who I am, then I guess don't hang out with me. I think that's Judy Dench in general. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah, I think that's she just showed up on too. set and they put like, some clothes not, on her. <laughs> how can you not not like Judy Dench? I mean, come on. I'm sure there's people out yeah. there, but I don't want to hang out with them. I don't want to know that those people exist. They yeah. don't exist in I'm my I'm going to continue pretending like they don't. <laughs> um I, I will say, Tracy, in your defense, thinking that this was a romance and that Johnny Depp had a bigger role, if you go out and you Google the Chocolat um, movie poster, it's yeah. like him on the cover and she's feeding him chocolate. And that's it's hard not to look. I mean, talk about yeah, judging the movie That's by one of cover. the movie posters, but the movie poster that's on like the DVD or the main one is, is her. So. Mm. But yeah, I think that's... Obviously, they wanted to try and push that to get people in the theaters. It's marketing. Sure. They want, do they want do to, to do that. And there is a little bit yeah. of romance. But I also think that their romance isn't a traditional romance, which is no. also really cool mm -hmm. um, to see that, you know, there are different walks of life out there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's just a lot of little messaging in this movie that I think if you watch it and you pay attention and you're open um, I don't know. Maybe you'll learn something. Yeah, I loved it. Should we grade? All right. Yeah, let's give it a grade. All right. I haven't kicked off for a while. I'll do this one. Um, this to me was like this little, this little gem of a, a little truffle, you know, <laughs> like a little nugget. This little nugget, and it was wrapped up in this beautiful box with this beautiful bow, and it just kind of melts. Uh, um, it's just, I, uh, you know, to do a bad pun, it's delicious. It really is just beautiful to look at. The performances are great. Um, really captured uh, with the story. I was really entrenched and en enchanted with it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give this one a solid A. Wow. All right. What about you, Val? This one is an A for me as well, just because I know, um, one, it is beautiful for me the the pacing of the movie like is is perfect for what i need really when good. i when i turn it on um and i've i've obviously i've seen it 30 times so obviously i, can, I enjoy <laughs> this i i enjoy this movie i haven't counted but i just know when it came out and how many times i've possibly watched it but yeah. um but yeah it, for me it's an a um i i don't know that it's for everyone but i do think that um if you gave it a chance, it would mm -hmm. be something you, I think it's a movie, like you said, Tracy, that you think it's one thing and then it's not that thing. Yeah. Um, and, and I do think that if most people sat down and just kind of gave it a chance, you're going to enjoy it. It's not going to be your A, but you're going to enjoy it. You're not going to hate it. Right. Right. And now Jake comes out with a C. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. I, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen this in years and years um, until we decided to do it for the show. Um, so it's not one that I've seen 30 times, but it is a really good movie. It's very solid, very well done. Um, the acting is really great. And uh, I I mean, Tracy makes me want to go out and buy chocolate the way he just talked about it right now. <laughs> I want to go down to the Godiva store. Um, but then I remembered we don't rate things in desserts. That's our sister program, <laughs> which you guys need to check out. Um, but I'm going to give it an A. I'm not going to buck the trend. We'll we'll give this a triple A rating. I think this is a really solid, solid movie. And uh, one that if you haven't seen, which is, I think, possible. I think a lot of people, this wasn't on their radar. You should check it out for sure. Yeah. So. And if you're into cinematography, I mean... Oof. 
Yeah. And again, it's I think we have people that are. Yeah, yeah, everything with this movie is subtle, but it's so well done. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. Chocolat is an triple A rated movie. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. Um, we will be back next week with another great episode. The three of us together again. Um, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do that. Um, and you'll never miss a new episode or anything like that, which would be great. And subscribe to our Patreon. And we'll have more details to come on some of the fundraising activities that we have coming up for the American Cancer Society as we get ready to run 10K in Disneyland. You're going to get sick of hearing it from us, which I hope you don't, but uh, we're going to be talking about it a lot. Like we said earlier, every dollar goes directly to American Cancer Society. And the dogs are excited. They're excited about it. They're excited for our race. They are ready to go and run. Yeah, they're ready to run with us. Yeah, every dollar goes to American Cancer. This goes to helping people with lodging. It helps give people rides to appointments. It helps with education. It helps with research. They do so many great things with the, with this money. Um, it's a AAA rated charity, um, just like our movie Chocolat. So please give Perfect. give and give a lot, and we we hope to see you out in California. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening and watching. We appreciate your support. And uh, until next time, we won't see you at the movies. Bye. Bye. This has been an Age of Geek media production.